0: Thank you for joining the Late But On Time podcast. This is a podcast discussing everything from parenting to politics and a few things in between. Brought to you by the SGT Collective. On tonight's podcast with your host, Corey Sargent and Donna Sargent, we have a very special guest by the name of Lewis, aka Lou, aka my brother. (laughs) Lou, introduce yourself. (laughs)
1: Uh, How you doing, everyone? Uh, My name is Louis Golden. Um, I am what we would call a veteran. I'm in the United States Navy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also run an Instagram page um, about traveling. I travel a lot um, through, my, through my time in the Navy. So living over, living abroad and traveling while I'm living abroad. Uh, I just want to share that love with everybody and share knowledge of, of how to travel and what to do's and don'ts about traveling.
0: Nah, that's what's up. And uh through through a couple of podcasts, um Donna said, Corey don't like anybody. He doesn't, and
1: he doesn't.
2: T- and <laughs> to tell you to
0: tell you, me and Lou, me and Lou went to high school together. Me and Lou went to high school together. I love Louis, man. Yep. Louis is not Max. a friend. Louis is family. Louis is my brother. Um I'll put a hole in somebody for much. Louis. Cause, uh <laughs> nah me and Lou me and Lou we share um similar personalities. <laughs> right um yes yes very much so. yeah very similar personalities <laughs> okay. and uh now we get we get along very well um but tell us a little bit about traveling the world man because you've been
2: to places i places dream been, about yeah let's, tell us about <laughs> a couple of places you've been to
1: oh man um uh, how did i know y'all gonna ask that um the i was thinking about that um yesterday and i was like man i was like I've been so many places that I can't, like, they, they're jumbled in my head. So um, let me start off with, like, basically, like, my my career in the Navy, and I'll, like, I'll expand, like, how, I'm, like, how I travel from there. So basically, today in Japan, because I, I live in Japan, um, and thank y'all for calling me, letting me do this interview all the way from Japan. Um, oh, you're our first international I, caller. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so um, I joined the military in two early 2001 before um, 9/11, um, and which also makes today a special day because today is in Japan the day that I came into the Navy. Wow. So today is my oh, 19 wow. year mark. So. Wow. wow, 19 Congrats, years! Man. That's amazing. Yeah, and I <laughs> <laughs> I look is. back and I'm like, I still I still remember Cor- me and Corey going to high school together. Like, just yeah, like it's like just like, like yesterday, yesterday
0: man. So,
1: so, um, I came in and then, um, I was stationed in Virginia. Um, I did, I went on, um, what we call a cruise and I actually, it's a deployment, but, um, we, right after nine eleven, I went on a deployment, um, to, went to like when we was bombing Iraq and Afghanistan. I mean, yeah, Iraq and Afghanistan. So I did a deployment during that time and then, um, we didn't travel that much because of all that was going on. So the following year I went on another deployment and I actually started like doing all my travel from there. So I was in, I went to Bahrain, which is in the middle East. I've been to France. Um, I went to Marseille actually during the first one. Um, I've been to, I I always forget this one place, but it's like one of the best places that we stopped winning in in the Navy. But then after that, after being in Virginia for five years, and I went to my very first station uh, overseas, which is Japan, which I'm back here now. And I didn't do too much traveling while I was there, but I traveled to Japan. Um, Then I went to the Middle East, which um, I got stationed in Bahrain. And then I went from Bahrain, I went to Africa for the first time. So I went to South South Africa, uh, Johannesburg and Cape Town went to um to the jail that Nelson Mandela was in mm. um seen a um saw where Gandhi taught when he was in South um South Africa I don't know if I said South America but South Africa um <laughs> mm. and then um I after that I got stationed in Italy and that's when I really started traveling um I also was married at this time me and my ex-wife um used to travel all over the place we went from Italy Spain um uh, uh, Switzerland, wow. Germany. Um, I'm a I, and I'm an avid snowboarder too. So this is why I went yeah. to a lot of these places. <laughs> wow. um, Lou likes to snowboard. So, so yeah, I snowboarded in Switzerland, Italy, Germany, um, I'm, um, Cal- Colorado, Canada, Japan. Um, I'm I haven't done it in France yet. Um, but that's one of my place uh, places I want to go also. Um, so yeah, then after Italy, I came, I went to Hawaii where I went to, I've traveled to Canada and, uh, and, um, Australia and Fiji. I know there's a lot of places. Wow. (laughs) I'm trying to like, do it all in my head. like,
0: like, uh... So, I, I can no longer call him Lou. Because uh, anytime he texts me, um, I say Lou. Because that's what we used to call him. In, uh, that's what I used to say in high school. I used to scream out Lou. Right? So, now his new name is uh, Stamps in His Passport. Yo, because... How many passport books have you gone through?
1: It had to have been a lot. Uh, like... It's funny. Only, 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 only two. Um, and that's only because I had to renew it. Um, actually, I have three because we also get one in the military when we go to certain places. Wow. But um, yeah, but I do. I do have a lot of stamps in my passport. But, nice. So um,
0: you get a special. Awesome. Um, you guys have a special passport for being in the navy. Like it indicates that you're in the navy.
1: That's good. Uh, no, so, no? so, so when you are in the military, like you have, like even now, uh, Civilians So, like, if you if you work for the government, like certain certain places, you need to have a government. Um passport to show that you're on travel for government not um personal travel oh, okay, you know i mean okay. like for work okay so like that's it's it's, it's you'll have both passports but um one that just gives you um certain statuses in, in, a, in the country so like instead of throwing down your blue one you know what i mean like you throw down your government one and they'll know like oh okay cool like you're on government travel you're here for work and not you know not leisure and they won't like tax you for like um you know the was um the visas and stuff like that
0: okay now with all the travel that you do right which one uh Mm -hmm. which location would be your favorite place to snowboard
1: my favorite place to snowboard actually is Switzerland. the swiss house is so dope um which i have a funny story about that um i went i was Time to take some pictures because I love. Also, my thing is love to take pictures. Yeah, yeah, um, yo, Lou so, has. Like I, pictures, <laughs> yo, Lou
0: yes. has pictures of me when I was maybe like eighty to ninety pounds lighter than I am now. Yo, man, I, yo, Lou be popping up with these pictures like, oh come on, man.
1: <laughs> but yeah, sorry, like I have. I've been taking. <laughs> I've been taking pictures since high school, so yeah, I was man. taking a picture. I was top of. I was. I was Cause I go, I do all the crazy stuff when, like, I I go all the way to the top of the mountain and like board down. So um, I was at the top and like I'm the only person at this, except for me and the uh, gondola operator. And I go and then like I go to take a picture and a, a big gust of wind come right and I'm and my board my board almost leaves me and I'm like oh hold on let me let me get my board and I take the board and I like put it into the snow and then I I turn back around to go take this picture. I go take the picture. And then another gust of wind comes and then knocks the board down, and the board goes snowboarding by itself. Wow! <laughs> oh, how do you? So, get down? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. this uh, this is actually a, a a common thing, especially like on um, like new snowboarders, because you know you you don't always like let your board so like it's easily for somebody to knock it knock it wow. down, or it just you know once it's on top of like icy or like snowy conditions like it just like slides and just just lose it um and so like i just had to watch my board just like go down this long just (laughs) from the top of the mist. like no just no like go by itself and like i was like okay and i seen it like skip over and i was like okay it stopped and like no it just kept going (laughs) so i had to go to the guy (laughs) i had to go to the guy was like uh my board uh, left me can i catch the rod down and tell somebody to get my board He was so pissed off. It was funny. So, Um, like,
0: being Um. that you mentioned that you uh, your snowboard went flying, right? Mm. It reminds me Mm -hmm. of a funny story. Mm. Or Donna Rose. Listen, wanted to go skiing. I thought it was a good And I said, idea. nah, we don't need to go skiing. We so we should. So we should. So people ski. We got all the gear. Right, Lou? Lou, we got all mm-hmm. the gear. We got <laughs> the snow pants, got everything from mm-hmm. Odell's. Mm-hmm. We drove maybe three hours to Pennsylvania. <laughs> so it was Camelback. Mm-hmm. Um, Camelback um, snow, yep. snow resort, right? Yep. Donna's like, oh, where's the mountain? I, like, I don't see do the we, mountain.
2: How do we get? No, I said, how do we get back? How do we get back to the top of the mountain? So said, like, I'm like, this is he's like, this is the bottom is the of the bottom. Mountain. I was like, no, it's the top. We just drove up I the said, mountain. My no, ears popped. We drove the up bottom. the mountain. He said, baby, turn around.
0: She sees it. And she says, do you think it's enough like, time like, to go back home? I was
2: like, I'm not going up that mountain. I was like, that's what? up to us <laughs> with the heavens. I'm not going up there. I said, what? I am not going up there. So he was like, yo, we drove all this way. You going to get on this mountain. You're going to put some skis on. Finally, I
0: stopped. I stopped listening to her and I could just keep driving. Oh, right? No. So we get there and then we, mm-hmm. we, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm on a bunny, on the bunny slope. because so Corey's not mm-hmm. going any higher than the bunny slope. Mm-hmm. And these little kids looking at us like, what are these what adults are doing here? here? Mm-hmm. You better mind your business because <laughs> I, <laughs> I will push you down. Yeah, in the snow. they look at right? you like, oh. So you... we, um, the... <laughs> so we, we, we start skiing and snowing and the guy's like, if you want to stop, put your legs into like a shape of a pizza. Hmm. I said I can't yeah. do that mm-hmm. because I'm knock kneed and, and pigeon toed. So I just, <laughs> yo, Lou, I would just drop. I would just fall, mm-hmm. and the ski would go flying, mm-hmm. like one ski f- would fly off my left or right foot and just go flying, right? And then um, mm-hmm. at one point we were like, we were like, okay, we got the basics. Now we could go up a little higher. We saw this lady scream, scream all the, all way, the down. way down the she mountain. Lo-
2: she ran out of air. <laughs> she ran out of breath. She was, ah, like Had to take a deep breath to keep Yo, screaming. She I ran said, out of breath. Nah,
0: she, like, nah. You hear her screaming like, ah! <sighs> ah.
2: <laughs> she was trying to breathe. <clears throat> and
0: oh, then, no. the, then you see the guy who's um, on patrol. He's gunning down the hill trying to get her. before and he's She like, rams just,
2: anybody. He yeah. says, drop just yeah. drop she says i don't know how to because your, your body is moving in such a momentum like some guy caught me like i i knew how like just by nature i like ducked down and tucked in which mm-hmm. makes you go faster <laughs> yeah i'm like trying to just yeah, protect myself much. but i'm de- like now i'm flying right and i was like i'm sorry and he catches me <laughs> like and we both Cause, go down because
0: everybody know i couldn't
2: no, 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 no. It was, it was, it was an experience. So like, we what? haven't, we haven't been back since. <laughs>
0: we, we haven't been back since. We haven't. So, mm-hmm. um,
2: but I want the girls yeah. to learn. So Whatever, because I'm, go I'm not chasing after they can them. Go with Uncle Lou. I, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah, take them.
1: I'm actually, a, I'm actually a good teacher. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I would teach them how to snowboard. I don't know how to ski yet. I've never skied, but snowboarding is my thing. I've taught a lot of my uh, coworkers how to snowboard. I think my so, dad like. Uh, if, sk-
0: Dad? snowboarded before i'm not sure what
1: That's crazy. he
0: tries a whole bunch of craziness i like it oh uh, lou tell I'm us gonna... about um about skydiving man oh
1: i was actually going to talk about that um <laughs> oh but first i want to tell you the first mistake y'all made was y'all went and then have no idea about skiing no, no idea. idea not none, no idea. none. that's none, that's, yeah. none. <laughs> that's, you should usually need like somebody to show you like the basics And like, I would tell anybody (laughs) if you want to go do anything, because I'm very adventurous, I do snowboarding, snow. uh, um, I've done anything that has to do with snow, and I bungee jump, skydive. I do all the crazy stuff that I can think of. People look at me and be like, "Oh man, you crazy!" Or the, or the, the calm thing that you know us black folks say "Oh, that's white folk thing." Man, I don't. I, I do it. I, I do it. <laughs> I damn sure said that when Donna said, "Let's go skiing." Mm. I, I damn sure said that. We go skiing. Okay. Oh man! All right. So skydiving. Yes. I've been skydiving three times in three different countries. Uh, three different, yeah, three different countries. So the first time I went skydiving I was in Italy. Um I was scared out of my mind, but I was like, this is something I wanna do and um I have no I have you know, I was like I gotta I gotta conquer my fears. So um I went with a, I went with a coworker who I found out later on was scared of heights. Definitely scared of height. <laughs> but he but you would never know. He he's a Native American. He's like one of the dopest people I know. Um, he, he's like 10 years older than me, but he looked like 10 years younger than me. That's that's like, and he's like, he's like, oh, let's go, let's go skydiving. I'm like, okay, cool. So we go skydiving (laughs) and, um, we go to the one place and like that day, they got the night before they got robbed. So they got like, like half their gear taken. So they was like, no, we're not doing any jumps today. So we like, okay, we got to find the other place. So we go find, we drive another, like flowers to another place. We go and like the plane. This is when I found. I thought like when you jumped out of when you did skydiving, you jumped out of a nice sized plane, um, but you jump out of very small plane. So like if you like if you're sort of like airplanes like big planes, skydiving isn't for you. Small planes like and they like you feel all the turbulence. Mm-mm. small plane. Oh, so okay. i'm not trying to scare nobody but Corey's already you, afraid if... of regular flights <laughs> hold, <laughs> on, hold on hold on hold on hold on.
2: regular commercial <laughs> on. flights i'm Corey sleeping. is not
0: afraid of flights that is a lot it's we God. went to the dominican it, republic the Lord made for our honeymoon right on purpose. <laughs> when we when we were going uh-huh. there, when we were going there lou <laughs> listen i'm trying we, to sleep hold on be quiet <laughs> we, we we're on a big plane <laughs> we we're on a big plane when we went there okay on the way back
3: mm-hmm
0: there was two seats on one side of the plane, one seat on the other side, like one right. aisle seat. I'm like, little, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait. We get on this little plane to go back to America? Nah, nah. Yo, so Donna sitting right next to me. We're in the aisle with the I'm two seats. Sleeping. I said, be quiet. <laughs> right, and then yo, I'm getting a panic attack. I'm like, yo, my chest starts I didn't know pumping. That. And my hands are sweating, and god. I'm breathing heavy. I didn't I'm, know. I feel like I'm about to die. I'm tapping Donna. Donna's like, "What?
2: No, I'm sleeping. Be quiet. <laughs>
0: she's like, "What?" And then I, I was like, "Baby, I talk like baby, that. baby, baby, baby." Oh my god. Oh my god. Yo, Lou. She's like, "Leave me alone. I'm I sleeping." I didn't say you leave be me quiet. alone. I remember this that's story. not what happened. That's Yo, what he remembered. Lou, for me to, to for me to get over my panic attack Lou? because of how small the plane was. I had to close my mm-hmm. eyes and force myself to go to sleep. Force. I had to force mm-hmm. myself to go to sleep. Always sleep. Yo, <laughs> I, man, listen He's here. So,
2: listen, we about to get on a plane, so prepare yourself, sir.
0: It better be a big one. <laughs> mm-hmm. We could. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the smaller ones are the more difficult. The smaller planes are the more difficult planes oh, for, man. to be what on. because like, you like, they feel, you feel more turbulent. God,
2: what did your coworker do when he got up there?
1: He so, was, like I said, he was he was that he is like you would never know wow. and he and he's like he was like six three a big dude so um so he and his guy that he was strapped to so you know we do tandem jumps um he was like half his size so like oh. that was another weird so we so he so he like so we go in the plane and I, you know what i mean um how does that work i'll I, i'll i'll tell you my youtube channel too because all my jumps and stuff are all oh, on there too like yeah. all my old stuff am, are on there so I haven't I haven't done any recent stuff but like all my old like um skydiving um zip lining, um trips like in Hawaii, shark diving, stuff like that um is all on my sharks, YouTube man. channel. Um mm-hmm. yeah, so he you you just never knew like I, did, I was like and then when we hit the ground he was like um I was scared to death that whole time. I'm scared of heights. And <laughs> I was like And he's tall, so <laughs> How does that work? Yeah, and I yeah, and I, and I turned around I was like, well, I would have never known because wow. like, you didn't, you didn't, he didn't shake or nothing. Like normally I've seen people, um, like, um, when I went to the, the, the real Disney castle in Germany, um, this, this lady was going on a bridge, like the, there's a bridge that you got to go on to like view the castle, like how it looks in the, the, Disney, um, symbol. Um, literally she was on one, she was on solid ground and like her family was trying to get her to step onto the bridge. And she lost all bodily function. Yes, in one step. <laughs> <laughs> Husband. Literally like sh- oh. they they wow. like they 'cause they, they they scooted her on like so when she like it was like literally like night and day. So like she they they she was on solid ground, she was not crying. She was like, Oh, this is a fine view, I can see it from here and they was like, Come on, let's like get on the thing. And, like, literally, as soon as her foot touched the bridge part, she went into balling and, like, went, just dropped. And, like, when it said, like, just dead limp, like, don't t- like don't touch me. Oh. Get me off of this bridge. I'm going to die. And she was still on, so- like, the bridge was still on solid ground. But, oh, you know, like, you know the, the part that hit solid ground. But she didn't want no parts of the bridge <laughs> at all that's crazy so, oh, uh, i know if y'all want to go see if y'all want to go see the bridge in disney um the best time is during the colder months and the summer months that bridge has hundreds of people on it at a time and you could feel the bridge shaking no i'm no. good so uh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no. so imagine if you have like 200 300 people on a bridge nah. you no. know and we feel it when it was only about 10 people no you know you. what i mean.
0: No, no thank you.
1: As Ava would say, when Ava gets in trouble,
0: I'm like, I'm gonna give you a pow pow. She says, No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank Mm you. And she just walks away, like, what? (laughs) So 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 with all that, (laughs) with all that being said, with snowboarding, skydiving. Uh, traveling countries, um, starting a, um, um, a Instagram channel of your your travels and and your food, right? And the food that you eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first core question would be: What is your definition of ambition? Because it seems as if you know what ambition is. Uh,
1: my my definite my definition of ambition is uh, having a goal and working towards it. Um, um, like for the military, we have. Um, core core values for the navy um on courage and commitment um you know everybody doesn't abide by it but that's just our our baseline but um my my thing is like just having a, a, a goal and like working working towards it because if you don't have a goal in life you know what i mean like you you're just you're just standing still and being still is stagnant you don't have no room to grow so um i just i just set like whatever I have in my mind and i, I just go after it like I said when I was skydiving for the first time I was scared and I said this is something I I can't be scared of you know I mean I I this this is really in my mind so um then ever since that like it's like just trying to like find more things to do to not be stagnant so I just want to always be working towards something and help people who who haven't thought about doing things like that to do it you know a lot of people think that like you know black people don't do stuff and we mm-hmm. just like only party and whatever but um it's a lot a lot of my, my I got taught how to snowboard by black people so mm. so my black mm-hmm. friends taught me how to snowboard um and I mm-hmm. teach everybody and I you know a lot of my my friends they were like oh that's I'm not going to do that you know what I mean like oh I would never do that you know like sometimes you just have to try stuff you know um I love hiking. Hiking is my favorite thing. And <laughs> if you haven't, if you don't know about hiking, hiking is one of the most like things, like one of the things that if you, you look at the top, you're like, man, it's it's, it's going to take me forever to get to the top. But while you're hiking, you look back and you go, holy crap. Like, uh, I'm, I'm that far from where I began. And mm-hmm. then you look forward and you still like, it still looks like it's far. And that's how I see life. Like, I look back on I I, I see life like hiking. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough parts. it's gonna be smooth parts. But if you look back at the place you started at, you're gonna be so far from it, and you're going and you just don't like dwell on it. Just go. Just do it. I've got here. Yeah. Talk that you know Talk. Mean? So talk yeah, to you man. know I I I got here and I got so much further <laughs> to go. But it, I know if it took me it didn't take me that long to get here. It's not gonna take me long.
0: To reach that top, either. So yeah, and then it's uh, it's funny that you mentioned hiking. Funny story. Donna wants to go hiking, right? And you have we to drive, do it. We no, no, no. Oh, we, we, drive, we, we, drive, we drive. We drive to. We drive to Bear Mountain, and we park the car. Mm-hmm. But it's during Oktoberfest, right? Mm-hmm. So we get up there, mm-hmm. and Donna's like, "Okay, so um, we park the car. Where's the road? Or the like the side of the road where we can like go down the mountain or whatever." I was like, "We're on it." She's like, "What do you mean? This is where we parked the car." I said, "Yeah, this is the road that we go down." <laughs> She's like, "No, but cars are driving down here." I said, "There's no cement. We're on a we're on a hill." right yo so mm-hmm. we get we get there and then she's we're we're walking walking and we start hiking and we are getting higher and higher and this is Adri's real real young Ava wasn't even born yet Adri's real young mm-hmm. and Adri's like yeah la 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 Adri must have slipped 4 or 5 times and Donna's like okay um mm-hmm. now it's time for us to turn back
3: yep, I'm like no nah, we already easy. here no we did we did, we did this. <laughs> we did
2: and we had a good
0: time we already here
2: everybody enjoyed themselves there was an experience and we went or, home. Or it I me always want to go back, and Corey's like not having it. I nah. I loved it. I had nah. a great time. We nah. had beautiful pictures. We had, we had our one. We had our one adventure. No, I would love to do that again.
0: You You can do it again. Okay. <laughs> and I will, guys. You can do. And it. And I will. <laughs> All right, Mrs. Defiant.
1: When <laughs> when I when I come back when I come back to New York, we we go hiking. Yes. We, uh, I we we you pack up. You know I mean. We. And we go be
0: hiking. Fun. Disappointment Come on. in my face just that now, means Lou.
2: you're going. cuz Lou's, yeah, Lou's going,
0: you definitely know I'm going. Yes. I'm happy. But um Thank you, Lou. <laughs> being that you're in the Navy, no right? And you have nineteen years mm-hmm. in, yes. I would I would ask mm-hmm. you who was slash is your mentor when Starting on your career path, so what made you want to join the navy because a, a, a lot of great a lot mission. of our, our our classmates did join the navy army yes. or um are mm-hmm. actually are still in it actually too Air Force yeah, that's
2: awesome but why did you decide to I want to join
0: joined, but you know
2: mm. Lou yeah. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> my family um is a military family, so I have two uncles who were in the military my grandfather was in the military so um but they were in the air force and the army none of them were in the navy um the way i chose the navy was um when i got out of when i got out of high school um i was like do i want to go to college i was like oh i'm tired of school i don't want to do no more work and i was like um i was like i don't i don't want to work at mcdonald's for the rest of my life so it's like okay military let me allow me to go to school and travel the world which that was my main goal with travel um so i was like okay cool i'll do that um so now like which one do i want to choose do i want to go to the army like my family like nah i'm good on that i don't want to be shot at Mm. um i was like do i want to go to the marine nope don't want to be shot at you know what i mean Um, that's that's pretty much i don't that's the the goal of my life is i can get shot at in my name my own neighborhood um (laughs) and then i was like the navy the navy i said the navy is they they're on the water. Um, they they hit ports from the movies I've seen, and they get to the, they travel. You know, women love them, and yada yada yada. Let's, let's try the navy. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and uh, and that's that's how I joined the that's how I joined the military. So, um, wow. but I do have a lot of mentors. Um, so I know, and I know that's like the second question. Like, um, like who's your mentor? Yeah. So when I joined. Um, I would, I didn't do the job that I do now. Um, I was in aviation when I first joined and my very first mentor is his name is James Brinson, um, or B Diddy. He is, and he's still in the military still to this day. Um, and he's like the first guy who taught me like how to be a, a leader and properly lead and not be like, you know what I mean? Not just be a supervisor but be a leader. So he taught me how to work with my guys and show them how to do what we need to get done and work with them to get things done faster because anybody can shout instructions and say, Okay, cool, this needs to be done but then when they don't do it right, who you know, you're gonna be mad at them that it didn't get done right. You know what I mean? But if you sit there and you show them, you know, actually show them and then get down and dirty with them, you'll have no problems with them ever you know, some some are knuckleheads, but you you mostly have no problems with them. So and that's always rained true in my career. All nineteen years of it, no matter where I'm at, when I sit there and show my guys what I what I uh I'm not my guys but my personnel, ladies and, and gentlemen, um, what I what they need to do and show them that how to do it or how I, I would like it to get done, they they have no problem doing it for me. So And I really feel
2: like it also Um, earns respect because you know you don't want someone who is only going to say this is what you need to do that's the wrong way you're doing it but for somebody who is is not going to ask you to do anything that they wouldn't do um, you you earn the respect of your team and I think it goes a very long way especially in the Navy when it's life and death situations and you want someone that you trust and someone you you, um, respect in front of you leading the way so I, I commend it quite a bit i just i think it's amazing
0: so even with the um with leadership leadership is sometimes um appointed to somebody and not ready for it but um
1: definitely a lot of that happens in the military too
0: but if you're in a if you're in a leadership role and then because as a leader you have to be willing to follow the people that that's under your leadership as well so um, yep. some some leaders are just like, nah, do this, do that, do how I say it, like Donna said. Um, but with that being said, you mentioned leadership, and I've been reading a lot of books about leadership and other things. But uh, next core question would be, what is one book you have read that has changed your approach to life or has changed your life?
1: Um, the book, so I have a couple of books, but the first book that helped, helped me um, is The Alchemist. By Paulo Coelho.
2: One of my favorite
1: um, books. That helped me yes. That that book helped me like through a lot of times where like you can't like I couldn't see like the uh, the meaning of what I was doing. But like that book shows me like you like you don't always have to see you know, see the meaning that just follow the road, stay on it and you know what I mean sometimes you're gonna get deterred and it's gonna take you not not the path that you paved but or you want how you want it to go. But it's this just a path and it's not a straight line and it's not always going to be easy. So like, that's one of my, my favorite books. So uh, I would tell anybody who always like have a hard, like hard time, like seeing, uh, you know, the, the end result, like, that's like the greatest book for that. Um, my second book that helped me, um, helped me with like my attitude of like how I see life, because <clears throat> one of my things is like, this is why I love you. I love you know our brother Nick. I love your wife. Like um, uh, y'all, yeah, y'all, right. see me, y'all, <laughs> y'all see me. Y'all, y'all see me do. Y'all see me be like crazy, like and like say crazy things. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know how I still have friends for the most part. But uh, <laughs> but um, the second book is um is by this, this um man named Neely Fuller Jr. It's called The United Independent Compensatory Compensatory, Compensatory code system concept wow. yes it's called the compensatory code book wow. um it's just basically a book just um of um speech so and action on how to like basically the black community should should not act but how they should view themselves because it's just basically a like a god book on just everything on how we react and how the world sees us And then he also has like a second part to the book that's a word guide that tells you like um, the meaning of like words and like when people say certain words to you, how they might be explaining it to you. Um, So, yeah, that's just my book because it helps me, it helped me like, like stop being emotional about stuff and be more logical. Um, Even though I know I will be emotional, but it it helped (laughs) me be more logical about things. So, um,
0: There's a book I read, or a book I read, it's uh, Measure What Matters by John Doerr. Mm -hmm. Um, That has changed my approach to just work in general and how I approach work and how I measure things. Like, somebody Mm -hmm. can say, hey, um, your team, the ultra-black Brooklynites, uh, we want you to win the Super Bowl. But then it says, how are you going to win the Super Bowl? And then a the person would say, oh, we would score more touchdowns than the other team. But that's not properly measuring how you're going to succeed. So it would be like do a realistic goal of, hey, we want to increase our – we want to decrease our interceptions by 5%. And how we would do that is give the quarterback more – um more difficult uh, uh, training or whatever uh, or scrimmages with with the best defenses, so they know how to read what's going on. And another book was uh, the finite, the, you know, the infinite game. So basically, there's a infinite. Oh, I heard game. that one. Yeah, it's a good book. It's a fi- um, there's an infinite game infinite game and the finite game the the infinite game it goes on and on it doesn't change it just keeps going and going right and the finite mm-hmm. game is like a basketball game you know somebody's won the game because of the end score when the time's done and whoever has the highest score they win the game um so that book is a great one the next one i'm uh, the next wait, one. Wait, I
2: want. Okay, so I want to interject because my husband is going to go down this road. No, I wanted to she circle back. Wait, I wanted. I to circle back. Be quiet. Yes, because I wanted to circle back to circle the alchemist. Back, circle back. What, what he was talking about because no. one specifically. He was talking about leadership in the, in, in the book. And the last book he was talking about, you know, oh, now you speak Spanish. Okay, anyway, because <laughs> I wanted to talk about The Alchemist. One, because it's also one of my absolute favorite books. And I was like, oh, we never talk about our favorite books. I was going to say that. And then Corey started going down a list of his. But um, no, I love The Alchemist for like a lot of the same reasons. But I also love how um, where you end up in your journey um can lead you back to things that you wouldn't have even um thought of. So it's like just because you end up on this path and you said like you might have a hard road but to keep going the road, when you make it to whatever mm-hmm. it is that you want to do, like whatever the goal was, um, and you find yourself like in awe of what you learned on the way there. I think that it's um Look so, at me, I read a book. I think it's so important um, for people to acknowledge the journey as they as they grow, because you have no idea of all the different things that you're kind of pulling in while you're going through all the different um challenges and trepidations and things that you're going through and you're learning on the way you're learning about people on the way your travels or whether it be your um hardships and leading a team like there are things that you pick up along the way and you can apply it to all the things that you um want to do next and i just i love that about the book so i wanted to just circle back to what you were saying luke
0: <laughs> whoa, now I whoa, mean, now whoa. if you would like to go back on your list, I,
2: I mean 'cause because you were talking, I was like, "Well, how's he going to bring this back this to what Lou was talking about?" You
0: didn't even give me a chance.
1: I mean, to. what,
2: uh, when was it going to happen? <laughs> I was like, "Can we talk about Lou's books? My favorite, the books, that, <laughs> the books, the
0: books that you mentioned, Lou are okay. wonderful." Uh huh. skip like, that part. I'm tired of you. <laughs> he
2: loves me. You. It's all right. He loves me. Y'all. Whatever. He loves me. Y'all. Don't worry.
0: Made me forget what I was going to say. <laughs> oh i remember now so we mentioned we mentioned your travel tell us about the wait, the,
2: wait, wait. i had a question
0: i can't stand you
2: <laughs> okay so here's my question here's my question so you were talking about your second book and you said um you know it helped you with your attitude right and mm-hmm. earlier on in this in I the podcast you mentioned that you know um, you, well, Corey might have mentioned, you guys both have very similar personalities. And, yes. uh, and I feel like when, like being married to Corey. <clears throat> being Watch your to, mouth. Wait, now? Well, I was going <laughs> to give you a compliment. Relax. Oh, I'm sorry. Relax. I feel like being with someone who is strong-minded, let's say that. You guys are strong-minded. Mm-hmm. She's calling us stubborn. No, I'm saying strong-minded. very strong opinions and like also not overly friendly not overly friendly with just people in general we're teddy bears deep down yes you guys are but like I feel like you you feel even more special being loved by people like you and Corey because you feel like you you must be special (laughs) (laughs) you must be special because if, if Lou loves you if Corey loves you you must be special because it doesn't just it's not freely given out you don't freely get to see like how awesome you really are deep down because you don't you don't just throw that around all over the place with everybody so yeah. i just wanted to call that out when you're like uh-huh. you know it helps me with how i decide to like see things etc with your second book i wanted to call that out because like being close to someone who can be watch your uh i'm looking for the word watch your mouth <laughs> <laughs> of being, being loved steadfast. by somebody who steadfast, is that's a good word. strong and steadfast in in their opinions i personally it makes me feel more special because i'm like nah cory he no, he loves me he sounds awful when he's talking about me but he loves me <laughs> what <laughs> so yeah i just wanted to call that out i know you, the, your you know significant other feels more is more special <laughs> and more important because you know he don't even like nobody. So to, to <laughs> yeah. for the fact yeah. that he is in love even your with friend. me. Exactly. See? See? Because like Lou. when
0: when Lou's here, right? Uh, we normally go to our normal hangout spot, um, Brooklyn uh Brown Brownstone eight. Billiards. And
1: all me and Lou do is talk.
0: Yeah. All me and do all me and Lou is talk, man. We talk about life. We talk about um uh yeah, life. <laughs> you know what I mean and it, it's always a it's always a great time talking to Lou because it's um like I said we got the same type of personality you know what I mean strong and, strong um, <laughs> and we if, if we and, have a difference of opinion we could always agree to disagree you know what I mean
1: well I, it's funny because I always wasn't like that like when people <laughs> would disagree with me it's like she's it like oh my gosh like you can't see but like now like I like I just realized like I I can't force my opinions on. Um, I don't. Oh, I don't even want to force my opinions on people um, because you know, like I I just want I want to be happy. So because yeah. um, I've I've been you know I I realized that like some point like in my life that I was depressed. So like um, kind of like when I was going through my divorce, you know. So I I like when, when I first really realized it when my brother passed away, yeah. and then when my and you know what I mean, y'all, and you was there for me, Corey, and, you know, Nick, and everybody was, you know, there, and it was, like, then it really, like, hit me when I was going through my divorce, and it was, like, and, like, I always tell people, like, you have to realize, like, when you're, like, like, when you're upset, like, sometimes your, your, um, your other emotions express them ways in ways and different, uh, differently than what you think they would, because you could be depressed, and you would think, like, you'd be sad, but you will be more angry and, like, hurt people, by mistake, you know what I mean. Not on purpose. It's just like you're like, I don't care. You know what I mean. Yeah. So like, I always tell people like, therapy is always good for people. Yes. You know what I mean. Like, it ain't nothing wrong with going to therapy and talking to somebody. Um, your guest, uh, the last from the last podcast, the one who works with the veterans, yes. he yes. is so right about like people just people want people want to just be heard and like right. sometimes you know just be just being here to somebody is is more than enough to like helping them. Kill themselves, um, and I got to shout out y'all because y'all have like so many awesome guests. Like, <laughs> trust your dopeness. Yeah. Like, you, man, the people that y'all know and the people that y'all interviewing is just you know outstanding. I, I love listening to the podcast and it's like, and then and then the last one about um <laughs> about different friends. The friends <laughs> I, was <dying. laughs> I was dying about that one because like I have like a lot of opinions about that one. It was like um. And I was like, man, I agree with both Corey and, uh, and Corey and Donna. And like, I was like, but like, I have like a middle ground into like what I was saying. Like, I believe like, um, I Corey, I totally agree with you. Like, leaving the friend zone, like when somebody puts you in the friend zone, like just leave. <laughs> However, my thing is like, um, and but I agree with you, Donna. Like, hey, um, tell that person that's what you want. Yeah. Like, say, hey, this is what I want from you. And then if that person goes, nah, this will never happen. Leave and yeah, show that person, <laughs> show that person your absence is is necessary. You know, yes like or if, you're, if you're if you don't want to be my friend, I mean, if you don't want to be what I want, and and, and that's kind of like a selfish like way of thinking about it. But like, I want this, and I really I'm not going to 100 be your friend
3: mm-hmm. if
1: I'm not if I feel this way about you. So I have to leave. Mm-hmm. But mine is kind of more of an aggressive, like okay since you, you know what I mean, like, you like, oh, well, we friends. All right, bro. Oh, yeah. get my number. Uh, to- All right, bro. <laughs> Man, the first time, like I said on the yeah. podcast,
0: first time she called me, bro, I said, what? Bro, bro. Yeah, I disappeared Man. on you for Man. months.
2: listen, you came back looking crazy. Mind your business. I was going through some things. I was going
0: through some things. <laughs> but, um, and you, you, you mentioned, uh, like, depression, right? So, um, we plan on doing a podcast um, About that as well But it's probably just gonna be mm-hmm. Me and Donna talking about it Cause I can't really have um, Or interview anybody about it Cause it's, it's just a touchy subject for me So um, I would rather break down Just <laughs> me and Donna uh, Rather than break down with a guest But um, yeah I suffered from depression For a while man For a while um, Especially when I was with When we first got together um, I was not depressed because of Donna. Is just depressed because of the places out. You should have seen her I'm face like Of
2: course not because of me. No, but you know some listeners may. So for the
0: other day, the other day I was at work, right? Um, and it was a feeling of heaviness and sadness on my spirit, um, and I had to call Donna. You know what I mean? Um, And Donna was Mm -hmm. uh, getting ready with Ava So I'm looking for my boss And my boss is the coolest boss ever And um, I can confide in her and talk to her About certain things and uh, AKA Donna's uh, best friend in her head. <laughs> <Yeah>. She's so <laughs> um, cool, guys. She's no, no, so she's cool. she's very cool, right? She's so so cool, I'm guys. looking for her, mm-hmm. and then even Nicolette. Nicolette was the last um, podcast episode, and I talked to Nicolette a lot, right? Yeah. So then Donna ended up calling back, um, and I was like, "Yo, I don't know. What's... I know the feeling of depression? I know it, right? And mm-hmm. I, and I was like, "Yo, I can't stop crying, but I don't know why I'm crying." Yo, know, I'm literally in my office. I had to close my door and I'm crying, Lou, and I don't know why I'm crying. And I'm like, yo, and I hate the feeling. I hate the feeling of heaviness, I hate the mm-hmm. feeling of of just being um just it, it feels like you're alone, but you're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um it's just a heavy, heavy feeling, man. So, I do um plan on going to see um <coughs> See, uh see a therapist and talk to a therapist as well. You know what I mean? Because um and donna's looking over, like, yep, I'm gonna get your insurance card. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, look. <laughs>
3: I'm gonna make sure. <laughs> no, 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 sure but I'm um, not just talking. You, know you know what I mean? Sure. So,
0: like, because I know where I was before, and I know where I am now. So to go back mm-hmm. in it, and I, like, honestly and true, like, it took a couple of hours, and then I was over it. But before it was years of depression, like years of it, man. Mm-hmm. I don't. I would be angry, don't know why I'm angry. I would be sad, don't know why I'm sad. The job. <laughs>
3: it was the job, guys. Um, it was the job.
0: But um, yeah. So I suggest anybody who has the ability to go talk to somebody, go talk to somebody. Um, I yep. su- suggest um that you try to find somebody that is the same skin color as you because they know your connect with. They know your connection. Mm-hmm. With who you can connect. Um, I'm gonna say what I said. I don't want to be, I don't have to be politically correct on my podcast.
2: No one said anything to you.
0: You put your hand up, like, uh,
2: uh, baby, uh, uh, easy, that.
0: yeah. So, like I said, um, <laughs> don't throw that at me. And she threw something at me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I hope y'all can hear it. Stop, now. for him. <laughs> yeah. I heard, I heard, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we plan on talking about that, but, um, one of our last core and i don't i don't want to make the the end of the podcast heavy yeah. so one of our really? last core questions and my favorite question
2: yep is if you were
0: a superhero who would you be or if you had a superpower what would your superpower be
1: uh so i had to think about that one um so what I've, I'm not, i my i would not i'm not like fond of like um superheroes like i still love like you Luke. i still I love you m- I I not, no no i'm not i'm not saying uh, no i i'd like my 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 favorite um my character right now is one punch man but um like yes. but like um he's not. you know but um one punch. my my superpower uh, I, my superpower that i would want to have is like to like help instill like um like self-love and like um self-pride into people because that to me is like a core like a, a core value for, for like people who, like if you don't like love yourself or like have pride in like your culture, like how you grow up, you know what I mean? You know, I'm American and you are of island descent. Like like if you don't like know your culture and like the, the people that came before you to make you just the road easier for us, like that's that's like a lot of like reasons why like, um I think people have a hard time in life because they don't know where they came from, so like their road is the road ahead of them seems hard. You know what I mean? When it's you know what I mean, and hindsight is really isn't, but you know what I mean. That I I can't tell nobody that their path is is not hard. You know what I mean? But if you look back and you see like how, how our parents had, how our grandparents had it. Um, talking to my grandmothers, you know what I mean? Like I'm like, wow, like I I don't know how y'all didn't just like uppercut people left and right. You know what I mean, like by from the things that y'all had to endure, but then again, they couldn't do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They don't. They didn't have the freedom to just like freely like Superhero. put their hands on people. You know what I um, mean? You know what I mean? And not be be in a, in a blessing way. You know what <laughs> mean? <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. I, I mean? So, um, I mean, with just like I feel, like just like knowledge and like self love and self pride, and especially like you know people of color, because mm-hmm. yeah. there's, there's a lot of people that's not being taught like their own culture so and 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 and, that's 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 my that's my that's that's what i want to do too like when i when i do finally retire like help young you know just not even young people but people just anybody who wants help on how to like figure out like the path that like just starting out or like just the road of how to just like love themselves and 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 figure out how they that we don't have to be stuck in our circumstance, because you know a lot of people like, man, I'm born here and I, I won't never amount to like more than just this area. That's yeah. why I'm always doing crazy stuff because people, people like would tell me like, oh man, like we can't do this and we can't do that, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know who we is, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not that, I'm, <laughs> I'm not them. So.
2: Like, oh, you speak French? <laughs> I was like, What's that mean? <laughs> I hear
0: you. Nah, it's 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 uh that's a great superpower, right? And mm-hmm. one thing that we do do on the show is we name our podcast after um pop culture references, typically black pop culture references, and we're trying to rack our brain trying to think about what this episode's name is going to be. So we're trying to think and a lot of times it's um so being that my, my, my brother is has the same personality as me and um, he he has the same kind of humor set as me and he can take a joke and also give a joke, I think I'm going to name this Bernie Mac. I'm going to name this episode <laughs> Bernie Mac because sometimes people didn't get what Bernie Mac was saying until they took time to process it and a lot of times when uh, my, my brother says something – and or i say something everybody's like what so (laughs) i'm gonna name this episode the bernie Mac. but um we want to say lou thank you for being our first international guest um so anytime i see podcast episodes viewed in in japan i know it's you (laughs) Uh, and we do appreciate it we do definitely appreciate it um but uh, once again, thank you for being a special guest on tonight's podcast with your host Corey Sergeant. Wait, before, can I say one thing yeah, before? Yeah, because
2: I also wanted to for you to give your handles and oh yes, sorry, sorry about and... that, duh, Corey.
0: But,
1: <laughs>
2: but go ahead.
0: Baru, okay, you so
1: to say? Uh, yeah. yeah, um, I, for people, um, like if people want to join the military, like I want to give like people advice, um, if you are, they want to have their kids join the military, um, the first thing, um. Always, there's a lot of resources on what you should and shouldn't um, do when you come in the military. A lot of people come in and just sign their contract and don't know what they're signing. Know what you're signing before you come in the military, because a lot of people get screwed over because of what their detail um, um, their recruiter tell them, and not what's in the paperwork. So they need to make sure whatever the recruiter tells them, make sure that that's in the paperwork. And if you don't know, just ask somebody or look it up online. They have all the resources that you need to know online. Um, so my my Instagram um, traveling page is called Negus, the Traveling Writer. However, that's that's about to change to uh, Smooth and Golden Travel.
0: Ah, talk about um,
1: it. Talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> somebody, uh, and I have one of my coworkers who's an awesome artist. He um, yeah, he's right? he's making my logo for golden me Girls. Um, right no now, um, man. I'm and I and I'm like man, all the dope people I know that like do so many stuff. Like oh, and I, and sis, I'm I'm looking forward to your book so I can read it <laughs> and then like and put that on the and the on the page and stuff like that. I appreciate. And um, my um, YouTube channel is, uh, I believe is go is Goldie Ice or something like that. I'll I'll send it to you um so you can put it in, in the description. Cool. But yeah, it, it has pictures, it has videos of me skydiving, doing one of the world's longest um zip lines. Me wow. um no doing sense. like and it, and yeah, I, I, it has a lot of stuff on it. I'm about to get active. Right now I'm on a um social media um fast. So I haven't been on social media for a month, so I know I probably lost some subscribers. But I'm be back um, with new ideas and stuff like that. So okay, okay. you can find me on Instagram.
0: <laughs> no, nah, that's what's up. And uh, now I would say <laughs> thank you for being a guest on tonight's podcast with your host, Corey Sargent and
3: Donna Sargent.
0: Lou, we love you. Thank you for being a guest all the way. Love you, Japan. too.